You've seen his work in Woody Allen films such as Radio Days, Bullets Over Broadway, and Zelig. He designed sets for plays such as The Cherry Orchard, Glengarry Glen Ross, and That Championship Season. He's worked with actors such as Vanessa Redgrave and Philip Seymour Hoffman, and directors such as Susan Stroman, Twyla Tharp, and Tommy Too. He's won three Tony Awards and has been nominated for Oscars for production design. His name? Santa Laquasto, an Eastern Pennsylvania native and graduate of King's College in Wilkes-Barre. So I was, of course, born in Wilkes-Barre in Lee Park, went to St. Aloysius Church, and lived there until I was eight, the summer of my ninth birthday. We moved to Eastern Pennsylvania. So between fourth grade and high school, I was in Easton and Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. And then I went back to Wilkesbury for college. And it was in Wilkesbury that Santa Laquasto's love affair with theater began very early in his life. When I was in kindergarten, I wasn't faring so well. And uh, the teacher suggested to my mother that maybe I should just start first grade and, and forget about kindergarten. So she enrolled me at, I'm sure it's St. Stephen's Church, which is a beautiful church in downtown Wilkesbury, as I remember. And they had a young people's children's theater group. Now, I was little. I was five. The point of it is that I went from kindergarten being very contrary to being just completely a model student at this, at this theater school. But I was truly kind of uh, smitten with this world. WVIA's Larry Voitko speaking in 2020 with award-winning production and costume designer Santo Loquasto. Santa Laquasto won a Tony Award in 2017 for costumes for the revival of Hello, Dolly! on Broadway. Santo is part of the inaugural class of the Luzerne County Arts and Entertainment Hall of Fame, all to be honored this Saturday, October 14th, at a special public celebration at Mohegan, Pennsylvania. Bill Boyle, staff writer at The Times Leader, is co-founder and member of the organizing committee and he stopped in at the WVIA studios to share some history about the new Hall of Fame and about this year's inductees. This has been an endeavor of Joan Ardone and I for quite a few years. And we uh, have tried to organize this thing. It just never got to the point where we could form a board and an organization and, and move forward. But last year, Joe called me and said, we need to get this going. And we formed a committee. And we met for a while, and in October of last year, we announced that uh, we organized. And in the spring of this year, we announced our first class of inductees. There will be 18 of them, which is a large number and probably the largest we'll ever induct in one year. And our dinner is on Saturday, October 14th at Mohegan, Pennsylvania. And we're looking for a great night to induct all these people. Some of them are deceased. Others are going to be there, and some of them are even going to perform. So it should be a good night. And, Bill, you broadened it. It's not like we would think of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland. This is wider than music. Well, what we have always known, 
but maybe didn't know as much as we should have, is that this is a very rich county for people from the arts and entertainment. People have made their mark not just in Luzerne County, but across the country and internationally and uh, quite significantly. And some of them are getting in this year. Others will get in in ensuing years. But we just felt that it was time to establish this, and we're taking baby steps. We uh, have organized. We hope to be in a position to keep raising money and to maybe find a home to house this sometime so people can come in and see who all these people are and who they were. Bill, it's interesting that the inductees span the eras. Take, for example, George Catlin, the painter, who was born here at the end of the 18th century, and even Ham Fisher goes back. He was born in Wilkes-Barre in 1900. For young people who might not know about Ham Fisher, say a word or two about Ham. Well, Ham, as everybody probably remembers him, for his comic strip, Joe Palooka, he uh, had that for years and years and years, and uh, he was a local guy, and uh, even Max Bartikowski was featured in that strip. So the Arts Committee, which was chaired by Tony Brooks, they had a pretty difficult task in identifying who would all be going in this year, and they came up with eight people. We think it's a rather distinguished group of eight. Six of the inductees are deceased. Two are still living. Sue Hand, our local artist here from the Back Mountain, and Santo Loquasto, who's in uh, Manhattan, but is a King's College graduate. And Santo's claim to fame is that he's been production and costume designer for stage, film, and dance, most notably for every single Woody Allen movie. And uh, a pretty significant career, quite a career for Santo. But we also have Adrian Pearsall, an architect that was famous for furniture design. We have Barbara Weisberger, who founded the Pennsylvania Ballet. We have C. Edgar Patience, a coal artist who took the ordinary piece of coal and sculpted it into something extraordinary. We have George Catlin, who was a Native American painter. We have Jack Palance, an Oscar-winning actor, who will be going in. We remember him, Bill, for the one handstand at the Oscars, At the right? Oscars, yeah. And uh, quite a remarkable career. Westerns and other, other movies and a Hazelden area guy. So those are our arts inductees. We think it's a rather good group and uh, very deserving to go in on the first call. And you're someone who can help us remember. You write so well about what it was like some years ago in this area. You capture the texture, the tenor, the spirit of the area and help keep that alive. And so many of the musical performers were part of those days. They sure were. Joan Ardone who uh, kind of co-founded this organization with me. He's iconic, not only for his band, the All-Stars, but for his Gallery of Sound stores and also his promotions, the concerts that he brings that he's been doing since I was a kid. You know, I can remember seeing uh, Neil Diamond and Mitch Ryder and Sam the Sham and the Pharaohs at Sansui because Joe brought them in back in back in the day. But also another icon, Eddie Depashinsky, now a state representative. His bands over the years were iconic, and he's still playing. You know, he still plays at Iron Temple every year, and he still sounds terrific. But we also have another iconic band, Mel Wynn and the Rhythm Aces. Mel's sister Connie has served on our committee. Mel and the Rhythm Aces were a fantastic band back in the 60s and 70s, and when you went to a Mel Wynn dance, you had fun. It didn't matter what was going on in this country here the sad state of affairs with race relations. But that was not evident at any Mel Wynn concert or event. And I've, I feel they're the most iconic group that we have going in this year. And uh, 
Mel's sister Connie will be there. His brother Jimmy, who also had a band, will be there. And we have uh, Jimmy Harnon, who grew up in Plymouth, my hometown. Matter of fact, he played Teeners baseball when I was coaching down there. And Jimmy had a band called Cinch, and they had a big song called Where Are You Now that was very big. But Jimmy has gone on to become one of the most successful record company executives in the country. He's based in Nashville. He's the president of a company down there, and he's also signed so many big names that you know that I can't name all of them, but that he has brought to stardom. So he's going in. And we have Lee Vincent, an uh, orchestra leader who uh, for years and years and years played at all sorts of events all over the country and internationally. And uh, we also have the Krieger Brothers, iconic polka band. Brunon Krieger and then his sons after him, they played music, polka music from 1937 through 1996, both locally and, and nationally. We have Bobby Beard, 93 years old, who will be at the event, and he has had a career that spanned nine decades. He's well-known all over the world as well, and he had a famous band called Bobby Beard and the Dixieland Band, and he played in the U.S. Navy Band, and he played for presidents at inaugurations and things like that. So he's a very well-known guy. Then we have more contemporary inductees like Breaking Benjamin, this explosive modern rock band that sold over 19 million records in the in the country. And uh, they've earned three platinum albums and two gold albums. So they're, they're pretty successful. The Boys, one of the great bands of the 60s and 70s. Billy Kelly and his, and his bandmates had a very famous song that we all remember called Timothy. It was a top 20 hit. They will be there and they'll be performing. And the Badleys, the critically acclaimed rock band signed to two national recording contracts and scored national hits with songs Angelina's is Coming Home and Fear of Falling. And they are going to be there and they're thrilled to be going in on this first round and they're going to be performing as well. So we'll have the Badleys, the Boys, Eddie Day, Joan Ardone. They'll be performing live that night. And we'll also have musical tributes to Lee Vincent, to Mel Wynn and the Rhythm Aces, and others. So it's going to be quite an... Dylan, what are you hearing from people who care about something like this? People are really excited, aren't they? Yeah, we, we, we're somewhere around 300 to 10 so far. We expect that to go up a little bit, but that's a pretty good number. We thought if we could hit that number, it would be a, a success for the first year, and I think we're going to hit it no problem. And people have to understand that the selection process was nothing more than fair. And uh, we had people who were knowledgeable, who took suggestions from other people, from the public as well. And we have other names that did not get in this year that are already going to be considered for next year. And we will continue that process through our Facebook page. If people in the general public have ideas on who they feel should go in, let us know. We will consider them and give them every consideration because that's what it's about, to make sure we honor and preserve the history of who these people were and what they contributed to the arts and entertainment from Luzerne County all over the country and all over the world for decades. So that's what that's what we're trying to do here. And young people particularly need something to look up to. Yeah, this the problem that we've had for this area, and I've written about this plenty of times, is that sometimes our, we're our own worst enemy, that we don't really understand the greatness that this area is. Back when I was in leadership Wilkesbury, they had the opening round uh, discussion on what you thought projects would be. And I came up with, uh, why don't we start a junior leadership program for kids in high school 
so that we can educate them about this area and show them the good things about this area so when they are done with their education, whatever that level that might be, that they could make an informed decision on whether or not they wanted to stay here. And there's plenty of reasons to stay here. And the area I've seen improving in the kind of jobs that are being offered these days. And I think that this is still a good place where you can raise a family and, and there's a lot of aesthetics. Just look out your window in October, the fall foliage and things like that and the changing seasons. And it's still a relatively safe area and uh, a lot of a lot of beautiful areas to, to live in. So this is part of that. And, and highlighting these people that have contributed so much to not just Luzerne County, but to the country and, and the world, I think is important. It shows that there are quality people who are your neighbors and who are around here and who are doing this and have been doing this for, for generations and decades. So I think that this is something that was long overdue. And Joan Ardone would be the first to tell you that. Uh, but we finally got this off the ground, and I think it's something that is going to be here for a long time. And I'd be remiss if I didn't mention our committee, because Joe and I have nothing but the utmost respect and thanks for the people who agreed to serve on this committee to organize this Arts and Entertainment Hall of Fame. And that's Lindsey Griffin Boylan, the president and CEO of the Greater Wyoming Valley Chamber. Tony Brooks, who's a member of Wilkesbury City Council and who runs the Wilkesbury Preservation Society. Wilkesbury Mayor George Brown. I mentioned Connie Wynn. She's on our committee. Alan Stout, the executive director at Visit Luzerne County. And Jody Bush, who's been a musician and recording engineer for longer than I can remember. And these people really dedicated a lot of time to this, and they're still doing that. And we also want to thank the Luzerne Foundation for allowing us to become part of their family. They are our depository for our funds, and they have given us our 5013C nonprofit status, and they are looking to help us grow this foundation and this organization, and we appreciate that as well. If people want to buy tickets, they are still available on the Times Leader website where I work, or they are at Joan Ardone's Gallery of Sound or the FM Kirby Center. But that gets you dinner, an open bar, and it gets you to see all these inductees and also the performances, which are going to be going on throughout the night. So it's going to be a great night. It's going to be a celebration of the arts and entertainment of Luzerne County. Bill O'Boyle of the Times Leader and co-founder with Joe Nardone Sr. of the Luzerne County Arts and Entertainment Hall of Fame. The inaugural class 2023 will be honored this Saturday, October 14th at a dinner at Mohegan, Pennsylvania, Highway 315 in Wilkes-Barre. The event opens at 5.30, dinner is served at 6.30, and the awards and performances get underway at 7 o'clock. That's the Luzerne County Arts and Entertainment Hall of Fame, a celebration of the inaugural class of 2023, Saturday, October 14th, getting underway with a reception at 5.30, dinner at 6.30, and awards and performances at 7 at Mohegan, Pennsylvania, Highway 315 in Wilkes-Barre. For more information, on the web, timesleader.com, timesleader.com, and if you want a more precise address, it's timesleader.com slash Luzerne, C-O hyphen H-O-F, Luzerne County. So Luzerne, C-O hyphen H-O-F, Hall of Fame. And as Bill just told us, also at the Gallery of Sounds and the FM Kirby Center. 
This is Bobby Baird, one of the honorees.